Um, hi, my name is Justin, and um, before I start, I just want to say that I had a, the most amazing team, and um, I think it was, I think from the second day we all knew that we were the most joyful and like most loving team, and so um, yeah, I just want to start off with that. Like it was such an amazing team to be part of, and I think um, it was such a wonderful experience to be part of all of you guys. Um, so I believe um, this missions trip can best be described as epitome of what Jesus Christ really died on the cross for, what the Great Commission was really all about. I've been on many different missions trips, but this missions trip was different. I had different expectations. Going on a missions trip with New Philly, a church anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit, I was excited to see God's fire fall upon his people for healings and for miracles. And we did see these things. We witnessed about 324 salvations, along with 324 heavenly and angelic celebrations. We witnessed about 40 healings, freeing people of paralysis, arthritis, knee pain, back pain, toothaches, migraines, asthma, diabetes, bowel movements, heartbeat irregularities, feet swelling, right arm pain, depression, and the inability to forgive. It was amazing to see and witness these things. The power of the Holy Spirit is still really new to me. More and more, I'm seeing how powerfully God is moving in, in the world today, especially in the Eastern world. However, as I think, back, think back upon this Baguio missions trip, it's not the healings, fire, and the miracles that God is constantly reminding me about, but rather God is constantly reminding me of the fundamental basis of it all, the true power behind the powerful workings of the Holy Spirit, love. Jesus Christ is love, and because he was loved, he moved with such power, and it's the greatest weapon of spiritual warfare we have against the enemy. I'm in a season in my life where although I grew up in church and thought I learned everything I needed to know about Christianity, um, God is just wrecking me with greater revelations of the seemingly simplistic yet profound concept of his greatest creation, love. Uh, this past year was a year where God radically transformed my life uh, by revealing to me what his love really is. To be honest, I didn't feel like a Christian before this time. Uh, this journey of growing in epic faith and hungering after him all started with love because he first loved me. And it was in this mission trip that really put this love to the test of my life. The greatest memory I have of this mission trip wasn't so much the church revivals, the high school revivals, or the healing service. My greatest memory happened at a time outside of our designated time and schedule, a divine leading of the Holy Spirit. It was our third day in Baguio, and we ended, and we ended our day of ministry early. After dinner, John Newfield, our missions team leader, felt a calling from the Lord to go to a nearby park and minister there. As I was walking there, I remember getting a bit excited um, to do this because I've never done street ministry before. But more and more, there was this fear that was gripping me. Fear of approaching a stranger, fear of not knowing what to say, fear of being awkward. So for, for a good time, I started out just standing there on the side of the street as people just passed by. Families, street vendors, men, women, elders, kids, and teenagers. I felt very overwhelmed. It's okay, it's my first time. I was making excuses in my mind. It's at this time God initiated a conversation with me. You are not the healer. You are not the savior. It was humbling but liberating at the same time. I was overwhelmed with fear and insecurity because I was placing this task upon myself. It's not my duty, but rather it's God who works through me. I am simply a vessel. He began reminding me of a love and a passion that already lives inside of me, uh, followed by motivations that bubbled up and excitement to share this good news. Right before coming out of the park, I remember there was a strange numbness over both of my legs. And at that moment, I remember Daddy saying that I was going to encounter someone who had the same numbness in his or her leg. As I was standing outside on the side of the street having this conversation with the Father and being reminded of this numbness that previously came over me, uh, I suddenly saw a man coming towards my direction in a wheelchair. 
I remember the first thought in my mind was, oh my gosh, this is it. This is him. Um, he, was, he, was, he was approaching me quickly um, as I just stood there and stared at, him, stared at him coming towards my direction. At that moment, fear decided to take a shot. He's going too fast. I won't be able to catch him. <laughs> but really, I mean, he was in a wheelchair. Go. Uh, that's really what I, I think Daddy just told me at that time. Um, I took my first nervous step forward and started to chase after him. He was really fast. Um, my other uh, teammate, Sammy, and I um, also came along as we chased him down. By the time we tapped on his shoulder and asked him if we could talk to him, we were panting and gasping for air. His name was Jeffrey, a man that I soon learned to be the most gentle, kind, and warm-hearted person I've ever met. We asked him what was wrong with his leg. Uh, I asked him if there was any pain in his legs. He said no. I was confused. So I asked him, why are you in a wheelchair? Uh, I felt really blunt when asking him these questions. He answered, I can't feel anything in my legs. I have polio, numbness in his legs. As we prayed for him and shared about our lives, I remember there was such a huge smile on my face, and there was a huge smile on his face. There was almost a supernatural love flowing out of me for this man, a man that I just met on the street. He smiled and repeatedly said, it feels good to receive the love of God. And man, it, it was so easy. It was so amazing to actually speak life into someone through love. And Jeffrey wasn't healed of polio that day, but man, both him and I parted with so much joy in the fulfilling of God's love. After this night, I couldn't help but constantly think of my home, my Jerusalem, both Berkeley, California, and Orange County, California. I couldn't help but imagine myself simply desiring to go around schools, neighborhoods, town centers, party scenes, parks, with, with some of my brothers to just simply walk around and talk to people, motivated by love and following the leading of the Spirit. And man, who knows what God can do through these times, what healings can take place, both inner and physical. Imagine if fear got a hold of me, numbing the voice of the Spirit and choking up the overflow of God's love. I would never have met Jeffrey. And there's always fear, but the reality is so much sweeter and exciting than what my fears predicted to be. This is what Jesus died on the cross for, to live a life similar to what we have been doing for seven days in Baguio, to celebrate as the lost sheep become found sheep, to live and share out of an overflow of Christ's love. God's actual plan for, his, God's actual plan for this trip went far beyond my own expectations. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.